Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. In addition to the surge of migrants along the border, officials are now finding suspected terrorists. Mississippi Congressman Trent Kelly says the administration seems to be making little to no effort to curb the influx. They are absolutely tone deaf to it. They don't acknowledge the problem. You know, and if you ask the migrants why they're coming across, and they said because uh, President Biden said come across. They've been very clear about why they're coming. They're making no attempt to stop them. As a matter of fact, they're doing the opposite. Recently, one man taken into custody is on the no-fly list and the terrorist watch list. And the bill to eliminate the income tax in Mississippi did not pass in 2021, but on a recent interview on Super Talk Mississippi, Speaker of the House Philip Gunn said you can expect it to be a priority in next year's session. That is the issue moving forward. There is no bigger issue in my mind than income tax elimination. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis. April is National Safe Digging Month. Mississippi 811 would like to remind you that the leading cause of harm to underground facilities is excavation damage. While pipeline operators and other underground facility owners are committed to raising awareness of underground damage prevention, everyone has a responsibility to ensure safe digging practices. Mississippi 811 reminds you to call at least two days before you dig, respect utility markers on your dig site, and dig safely. Do you ever feel like you are in the dark? Well, with a propane generator, you'll never be in the dark again, at least when the lights go out. Enjoy the comfort and safety of knowing you have a propane generator always ready when the electricity goes out. Propane generators assure you will always have power. Propane-fueled, clean cooking, hot water on demand, warm and consistent heat and power when you need it most. Why would you choose anything else? Propane. Clean American energy. Visit MSPropane.com today. On Thursday, President Biden announced executive action to deal with gun violence. But former U.S. Attorney Mike Hurst says they had the most success getting guns off the streets when they enforced the laws already on the books. Go after not only felons who had guns, but here in the city of Jackson, we started going after domestic violence convicted individuals who had guns. Illegal aliens are prohibited under our laws from having guns because we saw time after time after time again, the individuals who are creating the violent crime throughout our cities and throughout our country are those who should not and are prohibited under federal law from having guns. And while one in four people may experience mild side effects from the COVID-19 vaccine, cardiologist Dr. Clay Hayes says it's normal and compared it to in-flight turbulence. When the pilot says, look, it's going to be a little bumpy for the next few minutes, you know, fasten your seatbelt, we're going to be okay, and we get on to our destination. Yes, you may have a little turbulence when you get the vaccine, but it's going to be okay. You're still going to get to your destination. Safety. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis. In Sports Mississippi, I'm Dixon Williams. Lots of rain and storms last night, and the Ole Miss Arkansas game was rained out. Game one of a doubleheader will start at 12:30 airtime on the Ole Miss Baseball Network today. Game two will follow behind that one, 30 to 45 minutes. Mississippi State did get to play Auburn at Auburn last night and came out with a six to five win over the Auburn Tigers. The Bulldogs are now 22 and seven, six and four in the Southeastern Conference. They'll play game two of that series at two o'clock on the Plains today, 1:30 airtime on the MSU Baseball Network this afternoon. Southern Miss took took on the UAB Blazers in Hattiesburg last night, or rather yesterday afternoon, I should say, as the Golden Eagles came out with a 7-2 win over UAB. They're now 18-9, 5-3 in Conference USA. They'll play a doubleheader today, game one beginning at 2 o'clock in Hattiesburg. This is Super Talk Sports Mississippi. 
The Mississippi Office of Homeland Security wants to remind you that public safety is everyone's responsibility. To help Mississippians take part in securing their communities, our office has created a C-Send app for smartphones that can send suspicious activity tips straight to the Mississippi Fusion Center. Download it for free from your app store today by searching C-Send. You can also report suspicious activity by phone to 888-4-SAFE-MS or 601-933-7200. Online reporting available at homelandsecurity.ms.gov. Smart shoppers will tell you they found it on HighBid.com. HighBid.com lets you explore thousands of auctions across the U.S. and around the world. You'll find gold coins, sporting goods, classic cars, collectible toys, fine jewelry, household items, and sports memorabilia autographed by the greats. HighBid.com has hundreds of thousands of items for sale every day. It's easy to search and easy to find auctions in your area. Just go to HighBid.com. That's H-I-B-I-D.com. And see what everyone is talking about. The second round at Augusta saw Justin Rose finish just where he started the second round. After he finished the first round, 7-under with a 65 first round, he shot an even 72 second round. So he's a 7-under atop the leaderboard starting today's third round at the Masters. Jordan Spieth shot a 4-under second round 68 after a 1-under 71 round 1. He's at 5-under for the tournament now. Jordan Thomas made some big strides. He shot a 5-under 67 second round after shooting a 73 in the first round. He's at 4-under for the tournament. Cameron Champ, the former Sanderson's Farm champion, is at 4-under for the tournament after a second round 68. He shot a 72 even first round. Phil Mickelson is at three over for the tournament. He has shot an even second round after a 75 first round. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk Sports Mississippi. Welcome to Weekend Gardening with your host, the empress of everything green, Nellie Neal. Garden Mama's on the radio now to answer your questions and call you. Hello, baby. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome in. My goodness. Most of the people listening to this program didn't sleep a lot last night. Whew. But I have to say... The people who were foolish enough to be driving around in my neighborhood at 1 o'clock this morning, thinking that they were between the storms and it was all going to be fine. (laughs) Surprise! Now, I don't know where you are. I'm happy that you're here. But please, let us remove stupid from our category. I mean, these people are driving. My my neighborhood flooded. Not not flooded badly, but flooded streets, flooded canals. I mean, the, the drainage and whatnot worked, but it was overwhelmed, let's face it. It was a lot of rain last night in central Mississippi. And so, I don't know what they were doing. Maybe they were going home from work. I'll try to be charitable. Maybe they were just out driving around. But when you see an SUV and the water's up not only higher than my driveway, it's also higher than the plants in the bed, which is 10 feet off the driveway that they're flinging on. Me. There's a lot of water they're driving through. I always, I don't know. Will my brakes work? I mean, I'm just, you know, I'm such an old, hesitant driver anyway but anyway welcome to weekend gardening i'm here i'm glad you're here and i hope that if you happen to be one of the folks in our listening areas that are without electricity this morning or where it is still coming down hard and you can barely hear the radio for the noise outside i know that's going on i can see it on the radar 
There is uh, also, guess what, those hand crank radios, I appreciate y'all. I know you're there. Good morning. My name's Nellie Neal. I'm known as the Garden Mama. It is my great pleasure and a tremendous privilege to be here every Saturday, particularly on a day like today when we might need to talk about trees down or branches broken or other forms of wind damage to our gardens. Sitting with me today and keeping everything going in a perfect order is the one and only Rhino. How are you today, sir? Howdy, howdy. I don't know about perfect order, but I'll give it a shot. <laughs> you, I will tell you this. We didn't find out we weren't streaming until very late last week, so I know you'll handle that. That was just one of those things that looked like it was working. You know, I don't, what can you say? We're we're so busy doing sometimes in here that we we rely on folks to tell us what is and isn't sometimes isn't working. But that's okay because y'all did. Thank you. Welcoming in always to the, of course, ways to get in touch. The Super Talk call line triple eight eight zero eight eight six three seven, and the C Spire text line six zero one eight seven nine four three nine five. Mike has sent in a lovely image of a spider lily, white the white spider lily, the native sort that we have in this part of the world. I do love those. Um, I, I associate them with a little bit later in the spring, but that's just how things are going at my garden right away, right now. There's azaleas blooming, but there's also quince still blooming. There's also an awful lot of things that I wouldn't have thought would be quite busy yet, particularly in the hen bit and all of the, the various quote-unquote weeds that I let grow in the back part of my garden. It's very flowery back there, but the buckeyes are blooming too. You know, it's lovely, just lovely. Um, I really, really like seeing your flowers. I appreciate you sending me pictures, flowers, vegetables, trees, shrubs, anything that's nice. Or if you've got a problem, I'll take a look at it. Um, we do occasionally around here play Stump the Horticulturist. That's where I attempt to figure out something and I don't know. Trust me, I will always tell you if I don't know, because that's just the way. I mean, I, I, how would I have any credibility if I sat here and gave you baloney and you went and tried it and it didn't work? Well, obviously, sometimes advice is only that. But at the same time, if I know what I'm telling you is something that I have either done or watched happen with someone else doing it that I trusted and liked, then I'm going to tell you about it. Otherwise, I'm going to say, I don't know. Let's ask everybody else. Sometimes they'll tell us. Good morning, Greg and Nettleton, sending in the text um, with his usual wet, wet. He always has a colorful description of what's going on, and I appreciate that. Wet, wet here in North Mississippi. Um, the ground rumbled and the lights were flashing. Yes, indeed. That was in a song somewhere. It was, in fact. You're absolutely right. And we need to write a new one because it's getting to be even crazier. Um, there is one dog at my house who was, unfortunately, she, she's a, a, a rescue dog. And she was left outside when she was a puppy with a house too small for her to even fit in on a chain that was too short for her to get away from the weather. And it storms absolutely she's one of those you know we, she does have the 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 rug the, the the kennel cover and all those kind of things i'm mean, not kennel cover but the the body suit and all those sorts of things but thunder wrap thank you whatever those are but she does we have all that but she's she's kind of like living with your nervous nelly aunt she's going to go to the window and look and then she's going to scare herself and then she's got to go back <laughs> it's like that's the way these things go sometimes and when you do have animals that are sensitive and people that are sensitive, well, it does help to pay a little bit more attention. 
some quiet music, maybe the sound of Garden Mama. I've heard that my voice can put you to sleep as well as wake you up. So, <laughs> we appreciate that. For those of you who bring the the whole experience around and put me in your pocket on a Tuesday because you have gone to supertalk.fm and, and pulled up the on-demand, I appreciate that so very, very much. Um, I have no idea how what to do about this call screen. <laughs> you tell me because it's floating again. Um, I can see that Mike has sent some pictures, and they, that's lovely. Yeah, we've got Mike on the line, actually, to talk about his pictures. Well, good. Okie dokie. Mm-hmm. Hey, Mike, what's going on? Well, I'm surviving from that. Uh, remember I told you about the mudslide, and I ate that wagon. I know. <laughs> I am surviving. And uh, See, it turns out you can heal. <laughs> That's a good thing. Yes. And uh, how long does it take for the 4 o'clock to come up and bloom? Oh, goodness, probably come up in a week or 10 days, depending on the temperature of the soil. And I think it'd be May before you'd see flowers. Oh, that's good. Oh, you mentioned a word, stupid. <laughs> Occasionally, I use that word. SUV. And I've, I don't use that word anymore. The reason why is I was in bad car wreck, and I was really not brainless, more or less. And I, I got free. Uh, I had to wait for my uh, brain to come back before I go back to college. Anyway, well, you I had a head injury. Big, you you had a head injury, and I'm glad that you came up over it. Now, I'm going to tell you, my use of stupid, I was never allowed to say stupid. There were things I was not, we were not allowed to say that were far from curse words because my mother felt that they were either, they were going to put down somebody else or they were going to reflect badly on her or me or us or whatever. But General Russell Honore, after Katrina, told those people not to get stuck on stupid. And I am using, I have used it ever since then for that exact sort of situation. Certainly nothing to do with your head injury or a car wreck. Just absolutely to do with people that know better and shouldn't be doing stuff that they're doing. Uh, you said that exactly, know better. Now, what uh, what does that mean? I used the word ignorant because you know, you mm-hmm. are ignoring what you know. Well, sometimes that's true, but sometimes ignorant can also, I mean, here's the English major speaking this morning. You know, I do have both, English and horticulture. But here in, in the English major world, ignorant usually indicates an unawareness of that thing, whatever it is. You are ignorant of it. It's not that you know better. You're ignoring it, right. Mm-hmm. You, well, you're ignoring that it exists. That's because you, you don't know about it. You can overcome ignorance. But sometimes stupidity is inbred, I'm afraid, and you just are you refuse to see what's right in front of you. I don't mean it's inbred like from your parents. I mean it's just inherent in in people. They they know what is actually the smart thing to do and they go the other direction without even actually making a conscious choice. Okay? It's like a, it's like the balls in the pinball machine. You can you can You're sort of control them, but not a lot, you know. SUVs ignoring the deep water. Yep. Uh, ignoring putting gasoline in your car. You you just ignore common sense. That's right. I hope you have a wonderful day. Keep healing, Mike. Thank you. Appreciate hearing from you this morning. Tough stuff, you know. Um, I will note that there was no one out there in a small convertible <laughs> driving through the <laughs> foot-deep water. I'm glad of that. And I did hear that there were some folks, some young people over on the next street um, going and knocking on people's doors and letting them know they need to move their cars. So I thought that was very, that's exactly what you need in your neighborhood is somebody that's willing to say that. Say, well, hey, faith in humanity restored. 
Yes, yes. Y'all, y'all get out there. Do something. And then, of course, you see the cars that float because they didn't. Then you realize you wish they'd knocked on your door. <laughs> the good news is the street's below the rest of my house. 888-808-8637. That is the telephone number here. And Rhino is here to put you on the air with me. If you would like to send in a text, I would love to see it. That, of course, is the ceasefire text line, 601-879-4395. Speaking of the choices that we make, there's a study out this week from the University of Virginia School of Engineering and Applied Science that I'm just kind of fascinated by. I'm not going to get too deep into it, but I want to see if you can relate to this. There is a tendency in people that we have discovered if there's something, it doesn't matter what it is, it can be in, your, in gardening, it could be in engineering, which is where the study comes from, but they also applied it to a lot of other things. It could be in radio, it could be in any, whatever your career is, cooking a, a dinner, okay, just whatever it is that you're doing. People rarely look at a situation and subtract. In other words, if you taste something, let's use, a, let's use chili. If you taste the chili and it's not quite right, you never think, what should I have left out? You always think, what else can I put in? And so this idea of solving problems by addition is in, in the basis of this, this story. How come we always end up with so much more on top of something else? In other words, one rule didn't quite work, so instead of figuring out what was wrong with that rule and taking some of it out, we add four more rules on top of it. I thought that was pretty interesting. We've all seen that, and it actually, whether it helps or not, that's what we do. It's kind of crazy. Let's see. Jim is in Laurel. Good morning, Jim. What's going on with you today, sir? We survived that win last night. Good, 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 good. Uh, I put me some uh, crepe model cuttings in a five-gallon bucket about two and a half weeks ago. Mm-hmm. You bought it about two weeks ago. I said, you put them there and left them alone. I got new growth on all of them. (laughs) But the wind last night blowed them over. And it, the cut part was sticking out of the water. I put them back down. It, there's no roots. What do I need to do to get roots? Do you see any swelling on the bottom of there, is, or is it calloused over, anything like that? Do you see any change in it? It's, well, you should by now. And in that case, I'm going to tell you, put a little fertilizer in the water. Usually, okay. sometimes you'll get new growth on that, something like a, a, a crepe myrtle stem or you know other things that you might put in water. I've seen it do, bottle brush do this. It'll go ahead and start putting out a new leaf before it's got any roots on it. But there's either a callus forming on the bottom where the roots are about to come out, or there's some swollen nodules, the little nodes on the base of the stem, maybe you know coming up about half an inch or so, the next growing points, they'll begin to swell because they've been in the water. So I would say just put a little fertilizer in that water and come back in another couple of weeks and see what happens. All right. Well, you know what? Uh, our senator, uh, Chris McDaniel, he put out a sticker years ago. I used to have on my cart, like that gentleman you were just talking to said, You can't fix stupid, but you can vote it out. The stupid means doing the same thing over and over, expecting different results. Well, that's the definition of insanity. It's one of the definitions of insanity is, is getting the same result over and over and expecting a different one <laughs> from the same thing. You know, I appreciate it. We're, we're definitely going to be giving some thought to this. I, I'm, uh, I don't think I'm a, a large enough host to have General Honore on with me, but I do like talking about him. <laughs> Thank you, Jim. Have a wonderful day. I know those things. If they're growing, they're going to root. Now, the next question is, do you have room for all those new trees? That's the next question. 
Let's see. Um, Bill, what's going on? Hello, Bill. Welcome to Weekend Gardening. Hello. Hi, what's uh, up? I have, uh, I have a question about uh, uh, whether flowers can change color. Yes, some of and, them can. Uh, I, ha- I have, uh, a couple of years ago, I planted some Gerber daisies in a pot. They were bright red. And, and so they died off the, uh, when the freeze came. And then I didn't disturb the pot. Well, the next spring when they came back last year, they were white. And I was just curious, is that something that uh, is known to happen? Yes. Um, the question is, did the leaves look the same as they did the year before? I didn't notice any difference in the leaves. Okay. Did you fertilize with anything? Uh, I had some uh, compost that I put in there, yeah. Okay, well, that would help the leaves. That wouldn't affect the color at all. Um, here's Usually the Gerber daisies do not change color unless there was either another seedling or another shoot in that pot to begin with. Um, and I'll tell you what I'm talking about. I have a, a small group of Gerber daisies that for about two or three years will come back up and be the same. And then after that, they tend to come up on a thinner stem with a round flower with narrower petals. That's actually the species. In other words, the plant has thrown off a seed and or else it has just reverted through its trying to trying to live. Usually when we see a color change like you're talking about, it's in irises. Somebody will say, I planted three different colors of irises four years ago, and now they're all white, or now they're all purple. You know, And, and sometimes it's a matter of, a, of one plant dominating a bed, but sometimes it's just simply a matter of the wonderful, crazy science of ge- genetics that throws a different flower into that particular year's plant. Um, I would suggest that if you look at that and see that you've got more than one little crown down there, that that white one was probably already there. It just never did come up and grow. Because when we plant those things in the greenhouse to get them ready for you, oftentimes they'll put more than one plug in the pot. It just doesn't, because one's going to die. <laughs> and that, I mean, it's an insurance form of gardening. You don't want to take up bench space unless you're sure you're going to grow the plant. And so sometimes there'll be one in there that didn't come up the year before, and now it is. Or there wasn't room for it because the other one was so dominant. Could be that. Could just be a simple genetic flip. I had just, uh, I, that just amazed me. I thought, I, I had heard that it happened at irises, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. I, I was wondering if it also happened with, uh, with those, but that's it. I need to check to see if the leaves are a little different. Maybe. Yeah, check and see. If your leaves are thinner and have more lobes on them than, pre, than the plant you remember, the chances are that you've gotten another one coming up in there. All okay, right. send Thank me a picture. I'd love to see it. Thank you, Bill. Good to hear from you today. It's one of those things. In, in Science is just so fun. Science has so many crazy things all the time frankly that we just can't quite explain that's why we're so curious that's why we posit a theory and test it and try to find out what's going on oh my goodness got a long way to go this morning love having you here with me we will be talking more about gardens of madison county coming up make sure you want to go send me your name and i'll get in touch with you about it or you can email me mama on air at yahoo.com Let's let Van kick us out of here. But we're coming back. This is Weekend Gardening.
By now, most of the farmers in North Mississippi know us, and a whole lot of people who love this land for hunting and fishing know us as well. Mississippi Land Bank has helped finance farmland, farm equipment, country homes, and recreational land for more than 100 years. We know the people, the crops, and the best fishing spots as well. We know the lay of the land in North Mississippi, and that's where I stand. Visit MSLandBank.com. This is Mississippi State Bulldog Jake Mangum. Family is everything. On the field, at home, everywhere. When I step up to the plate, it means the world that my family is behind me every swing. That's why I love my Farm Bureau family. They've got my back no matter what. If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfdins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. This hour of weekend gardening is brought to you locally in part by The Tractor Store, your Mahindra dealer on Highway 49 South in Richland. The Tractor Store is proud to sell Mahindra, the world's number one tractor. The Tractor Store, your farm and lawn equipment destination. The family is where we learn to share, love, and care for each other. It's also where we learn to forgive and be forgiven. The same goes for God's family, the church. What it means to be a family with guest speaker Dr. Gerard Bowling this week on The Lutheran Hour. Join us each Sunday morning at 7 a.m. Brought to you by Our Redeemer Lutheran Church, 1799 Clinton Raymond Road in Clinton. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico's Steakhouse has been a staple of fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy port beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation. Tico's Steakhouse, East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Pool tables, ping pong, poker, classic arcades, football, sports decor, even kitchen and bar stools. You'll find it all at Game Room Gallery. Game Room Gallery has plenty to choose from during this time you're at home to help make many more memories with your family. With specials on classic arcades and pool sticks too. Let Game Room Gallery bring excitement to any room in your home. Game Room Gallery, Ridgewood Road, just north of County Line. For more, call 601-853-7777. That's 601-853-7777. Online at gameroom-gallery.com. No Drip Roofing and Construction. The name says it all. All types of roofing and construction. Your certified, certainteed shingle installer, family-owned and operated for over 20 years here in the Metro. No Drip Roofing and Construction. 601-371-1051. Garden Mama here to ask, what about your trees? Hmm? Everybody like me who has big trees in their landscape needs a tree service, and mine is Matthews Tree Service, the metro area's oldest residential tree service. They're licensed, insured, and ready to consult with you about damaged trees and healthy ones, too. Listen to your mama now and call Matthews for free estimates in the greater Jackson metro area. Call 601-316-8584. Matthews Tree Service. Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. Once again, our Second Amendment rights are under attack by a group of Washington politicians. Right now, we have a large selection of ARs and other popular self-defense firearms in stock. 
We also have a good supply of ammunition at the best prices in the area. Finally, many of you have asked me if my wife Jane had a problem with me talking about her on our commercials. She must like them because the other day she complimented me. She said I had the perfect face for radio. I hope to see you soon at the range. Here's the good news, my friends. This afternoon at 1 o'clock, I will be at Buds and Blooms talking about some really good ideas that I've got for container garden care. I know that they work because I've tried them myself. I also look forward to being out in the world. This will be the the first uh, big public thing that I'm doing. So y'all come on. We're going to have a good time. You know Donna and the folks at Buds and Blooms have a great nursery there and beautiful, beautiful place, lovely folks. And I look forward to seeing you all there at 1 o'clock. And then, yes, I will be um, next Tuesday teaching with Donna Yowell in Tulip Tuesdays for the Cut Flower Growers. And, yep, that's right, mm -hmm. I'll be going to see my children. I'm finally going to get out there. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Anyway. A couple of comments from our previous segment. Beautiful, beautiful purple iris, by the way, James. That's just gorgeous. And um, Cheryl doesn't remember the name because I'm trying to find it out myself. I want to know. She says that, that there is a zinnia that has different color flowers on the same plant. She has grown those. And so, in other words, maybe the Gerber is just sending out a different color. I don't know of Gerbers to do that. but The only zinnia I could find on Google that had anything to do with that was called the Queen Red Lime. Yeah, Queen Red Lime has variations to it. But those are usually just called breaks. They're, I don't know. There, there are a lot of zinnias that have multicolored flowers, but usually they'll be on the same plant, for example, it would be some solid yellows among yellows that have, have flashes in them or, or uh, circles around them, you know, different patterns in the petals. That's not uncommon, not common, but I mean, we don't, we don't see them that often. But I don't know if temperature has anything to do with it. I don't know. I have to work on that one. Triple eight eight zero eight eight six three seven. Um, of course, that is the Super Talk call line, the ceasefire text line, six zero one eight seven nine four three nine five. Most people grow in terms of um, cut flower growers. Most cut flower growers go the grow the binary zinnia mix because you can plant a handful of seeds and have literally all the colors in different plants, and sometimes. Sometimes you'll get an oddball, and if you do, then that's the one you want to save some seeds from because you might like that that shade of apricot as opposed to the one that's more common in the, the group. It's really fun to do that and something that can set your flowers apart from everybody else's. Hey, Lal, get out there and pinch. This is the time to start the pinching on Claire Curtis Mums, Joe Pieweed, other fall-blooming perennials that are going to be eight feet tall and over your head with their flowers falling onto the ground if you don't pinch them back. We can do this pinching up until the first part of June. Well, you can actually go till July. I would rather you stop in June. But somewhere you need to, if you haven't done it in your whole life, do it now and then do it again at the beginning of June. And you will be so happy that your Clara Curtis mums are no longer 
they'll shoot out of the ground and then they will fling their heads. You know, their flowers will just go somewhere. But if you will pinch them a couple of times, you'll have them in a more orderly fashion. This is still a wild child. She's not going to be neat like a garden mum or like a, a mum from the florist that you would get, you know, when you were sick in the hospital or something. This is going to be a, a, a garden mum. But believe you me, she'll be a lot prettier if you can let her have a little less height. A little bit of, a little less height, anyway. Um, yeah, Cheryl, I think you're right. It probably is an older variety. I'm going to have to search into my, go into my heritage zinnias to look for that. Don't forget, next week is also the Garden Club of Jackson's big event. Um, they're doing Art, Soul, and Bloom. There are four different events next week. Just a great opportunity for you to support their work. And we're going to talk with them um, in a few months about the work they're doing there at the garden, at the museum. Um, and I look forward to, you know, you want to find out more about it, I look forward to talking to them about all of that. But go to GardenClubOfJackson.com and you'll get the information you need if um, if you would like to see about those events. It's going to be, this is the whole in, in plain art, um, which is such an important part of the landscape movement. That's what they're studying this year and, and bringing to everyone's attention. That, of course, is if, you, if you've ever been to the beach anywhere when the wind's not blowing too hard, you've probably seen someone with an easel set up painting. And you think, oh, that's just amazing. That just must be wonderful. Well, the reason we, people take pictures with their camera and go home and paint it is because there's also sand and wind and rain and burning sunlight and weird people and all kind of stuff. But on plane has a because of that, there's a dynamism and a kinetic energy to those paintings that just leaps off the canvas at you even today. You can when you, you just you need to study that. It's E N P L E I N. If you're into if you're into art, into into landscape art and nature art, that's one to know about. Okay? And I won't teach that because I didn't major in art history. Probably. Who doesn't like landscape art? I mean, come on. The joy of painting, Bob Ross? You know, the, I, I'm, I don't like what they've done to Bob. He has become a bit of a logo instead of a person. But uh, I have to say, like so many people have told me, when, when I very first started doing radio years and years ago, thank goodness, it's always nice to have a career you can look back upon. Um, someone actually told someone else that told me that, he worked all night, and he loved that I was on in the morning because he could put me on and he'd go right to sleep. <laughs> so I, I appreciate that. Okay, I can, I can get into all of that. I appreciate all that stuff. Let's see. Julie's in Tupelo. Mom's got surprise Lily she would like to share. When should she do that? Well, there's two choices. Um, if the leaves are up, you can see where they are, obviously, and dig them up. That's fine. On the other hand, when they are in bloom... You can mark where they are and come back after they have died down if you want to harvest the bulbs. So in other words, if you're just trying to move the plants, um, you want to dig them up and take them somewhere else or give them to somebody, which presumably she's going to do. You can do that when they're in leaf. The only time that I don't want you to do this is after the leaves die down and before the bulbs bloom because that's when they're actually busy. <laughs> they're trying to get their flowers out. So either... Let them die down after blooming and go ahead and dig up the bulbs at the point where you either see the leaves come up or somewhere in the interim in there, or when the leaves are up and you can see what you're doing. But probably now. Um, I think they've still got their, their leaves up. Surprise lilies are one of those plants 
that are, whether we're talking about Lycoris, um, spider, red spider lilies, or yellow spider lilies, you know, that, that whole family, or whether we're talking about the ones that are known as surprise and hurricane lilies and those things, all of those have the same basic life cycle. They um, they send up leaves in the off season of their bloom, which is usually late fall. They're going to bloom before that, so we're going to have leaves through the winter, and then the leaves die down and the flowers come up. At some point, you know, one of the things that we talk about is they're surprise lilies because you're surprised. You don't you can't you can't count on them for a particular date. That's all right too, though. Well, are we in fact stardust? Rhino, I don't know. Um, I've got some new research to tell us that we might actually be stardust. Uh, Joni Mitchell, of course, wrote, and for those of you who don't think that Joni Mitchell wrote the song Woodstock, I'm here to disabuse you of the notion that anybody (laughs) else wrote it. Um, We are stardust, we are golden. What did that ever mean anyway? And are we, in fact, stardust? Well, yeah, turns out we are. Turns out she was not only prescient, she was actually scientific. We're carbon-based. We understand that, right? The pair of studies done from the University of Michigan tells us a lot more about it than we used to know. It turns out, from this particular work published in Science Advantages, Science Advances, I'm sorry, most of the, our carbon on Earth, that's where we come from and where everything else comes from, probably came from the interstellar medium. Now, what is that? Well, interstellar, you can tell it's between stars, and it is the material that exists between stars in the galaxy probably happened a long time after the original clouds and gas and all that came around the young sun and began blowing out pieces of what would become planets. But there's a really good chance that the molecules actually did not all, they they do in fact come from stardust. They do in fact, we are literally, we we have other carbon sources. I'm not, if if you're a carbon student, you know that, but I'm just letting you know that there's a big piece of this that we are now finding out comes from the interstellar space and the material in that, which can only be called stardust. Um, golden, maybe not so much, but, you know, and we do have to get back to the garden. I, I used to play that song, and it created so much controversy because no one had ever heard Joni Mitchell play it. They'd only ever heard Crosby, Stills, and Nash, or maybe Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. And uh, so I just gave it up. (laughs) We do have to get back to the garden, especially this time of the year. We're always wanting to do that. Let's see. Susan's in Pearl. When is the best time to root fig tree cuttings, and how do you do it? A couple of choices, actually. Now is not a great time if your fig has leaves on it, which mine does, and I'm not that far from you. When I prune in January... I watched my grandmother do this, and then I watched fruit specialists do this, okay, people that bread figs for a living. Take off the tip that you're cutting to prune the tree, stick it in the ground next to the tree, walk away, and come back. Okay, that sounds crazy, but by now you'd be digging it up and planting it somewhere else because it would be rooted and starting to sprout new growth. Now, what can you do now? Because you didn't do that then. Right now, you can take the lower limb on that fig tree, which is probably in your way anyhow, bury it in a trench with just its end coming out on the other side, leave it attached to the mother plant, and make a layer. You're going to take the, the, the supple branch from the bottom, lay it into the ground in a trench, and then you're going to have to put a brick and some dirt on top of it, otherwise it's going to spring out, because this, you know, this is anti-gravity at motion. And then basically give yourself the opportunity to let it sit there for three, four months, even till fall if it's in your way, and dig it up then, okay? 
it's a good start um, on getting some figs to root. You can root figs during the growing season, but their leaves are so big and evaporate so much water, transpire so much water, use so much water, that you would be cutting the leaves, each leaf in half, and even that might not keep them from drying up before they can root. Hard to know exactly. Um, Oh, John, that's beautiful. Lovely, lovely picture of the river. I I always feel like I'm walking out there when he sends those gorgeous pictures. (laughs) 888-808-8637. That is the phone number here. It's a Super Talk call line. 601-879-4395 is the C Spire text line y'all are using today, and I appreciate that every day. I always learn something new when I work with weekend gardening and garden mama. I Thank didn't know you, we sir. could grow figs. Oh well, we can. In fact, we can grow better figs than anybody else. It's just- I love figs. Why did I not know this? <laughs> Our problem, of course, is that we would have to harvest all the ones that we could actually grow, and then we'd have to process them. And figs are a very perishable crop. That's why they're all in your mother's backyard kind of thing, you know, at your dad's house or something. Um, In my family, there was a tradition of fig preserving. They also preserved cooking pears as, as preserves, you know, sweet preserves. And I've got to tell you, I was... I always much more enjoyed running into the kitchen and smelling it and running back out again and not having to do that. <laughs> but everybody that does it just loves it, says it's the best thing in the world. Um, I will say that if somebody walks up to you and hands you a biscuit with a preserved fig in it, you are a lucky person because <laughs> it's turned out to be a really good day. <laughs> There's The figs that we grow here are generally speaking of the brown turkey type. In other words, they're a fig about an inch and a half long and usually brown on the outside and, and kind of purple on the inside, but not, not a great dramatic difference. I, I do love the figs that we, we call Italian figs. There's a bunch of different varieties. But they're as big as a tennis ball, and when you cut them in half, they're white, and then you can grill them. Holy moly, that's a good fig. Somebody now is going to start sending us recipes, you watch. I'm sure I'm not doing anything fancy enough with them. But um, that's, I, I actually like fresh figs better than I do preserved ones. I remember having preserve, pig, fig preserves and stuff like that growing up, but I just always, I guess I assumed it was one of those things where somebody had a greenhouse or they they were doing it a certain special way. I didn't know you could just grow them. Oh, yeah. we can. And the good news is, too, too about figs, it's one of the plants – that we have dwarfed fairly successfully. So even if you live somewhere that you don't have space or you don't have, um, you know, a, a, the desire to grow in the ground, you can grow them in big pots, um, and and still get lots of figs. It's a it's a wonderful tree. Obviously, has all kind of biblical roots that are real. The oldest one, of course, grows on the West Bank in in Israel and has been there literally for generations. But when we every time they go and dig up anywhere in the Middle East, they have a new anthropological, archaeological rather um, expedition going on. There's going to be fig fossil because that's how long human beings have been enjoying that particular natural sugar source. <laughs> No question. Oh, my goodness. Wow, Lucinda's here already. We need to get right, don't we? A lot of things coming up. I did not know about trilobites. I thought they were science fiction um, creatures. Now I know more about them. And I know a whole lot more about how to prune than I did last week. I've been reading some interesting things from Lee Reich, and I've got some ideas. Your phone calls and your texts, of course. 
We'll fill up this last segment, and then going into 9 o'clock, we're going to have a guest. All right? So come on now. Let's get with Weekend Gardening and Lucinda. Let's get right. The Mississippi Office of Homeland Security wants to remind you that public safety is everyone's responsibility. To help Mississippians take part in securing their communities, our office has created a C-Send app for smartphones that can send suspicious activity tips straight to the Mississippi Fusion Center. Download it for free from your app store today by searching C-Send. You can also report suspicious activity by phone to 888-4-SAFE-MS or 601-933-7200. Online reporting available at homelandsecurity.ms.gov. AARP is working to protect Americans 50 plus by making sure you have the latest information about the COVID-19 vaccines and the distribution plans in Mississippi. Just visit aarp.org slash MS vaccine to learn who's eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine in Mississippi, when, where, and how to get it, and what you might want to discuss with your doctor. That's aarp.org slash MS vaccine paid for by AARP. Garden Mama here for Lakeland Yard and Garden. Now is the time to get yourself to Lakeland Yard and Garden for the largest selection of patio furniture, outdoor-indoor living areas, umbrellas, replacement cushions, and beautiful fountains and stepping stones. You'll even find Komodo Joe grills and collegiate gift items. The expert staff members at Lakeland Yard and Garden will be happy to guide you through their large nursery stock of bedding plants, perennials, tropicals, and more. While you're there, be sure to get your topsoil or mulch sold by the bag or in bulk. Lakeland Yard and Garden even offers local delivery. Lakeland Yard and Garden, growing your way and serving you for over 40 years. Stop by or call today, located at Lakeland Drive and Airport Road, 601-939-7304, online at lakelandyardandgarden.com. Listen to your garden mama now. It's Lakeland Yard and Garden Center for all your gardening needs and a whole lot more. Did you know you can find the latest sales information or breaking jewelry fashions from Albritton's on Facebook? Hi, I'm Cameron Albritton. We've come a long way since my great-granddad opened in 1920. How we live, travel, and even celebrate. But some things shouldn't change. Fine diamonds and jewelry from Albritton's are still treasured for their quality and value. Be sure to like us on Facebook and come see us. Albritton's, Mississippi's foremost diamond merchant. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Green Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> Green. The new degree of comfort. 
Philium Corporation knows the technology is constantly evolving, especially in these challenging times. With so many people working at home, securing and guarding your company's data on-site or remotely is more critical than ever. As we all adapt to the new normal, Pillium continues to help you stay secure and current with IT support and security and forensics, plus cloud services and networking, mobile communications, body cams, and in-car video systems. Contact us at Pillium.com. Smart people, smart business, smart solutions. Turning 65 or new to Medicare? Get a $0 premium Medicare plan. Zero. Zip. Zilch. Humana can help making getting care more affordable with our $0 premium plans. You'll enjoy all the benefits you've come to expect and more. Your dollar already has enough to do. Helping you with the budget is only right. To learn more, call 601-605-5130 to speak to your local Humana sales agent. This is Weekend Gardening. I'm so glad you decided to put us on the radio today at your place or in your ear or on your device or your computer or wherever it is. There's so many ways to listen, to watch, to carry around with you. And yes, there's podcasting in the future. Yes, it's coming back again. One of the questions I had this week was about roof iris. Now, um, I like it. It's a beautiful plant. I remember being shown um, the the somebody who literally had a a house built into a hill, okay, and the iris came down off the hill and on literally to the roof of the house. I was actually there. This was not in Japan. It was in the south, and it was a beautiful sight. I always wondered if there was any kind of gutter in there or if there was any. I have no idea. It it just looked as if the house was built out of the hill and then. The iris just literally came down the hill and over the roof of the house. It was beautiful, beautiful. But yes, roof iris do exist. They're called. They're actually iris tectorum. If you want to look them up, that's the name of them. Um, they only get to be a foot tall. And the reason why people like them is because they spread easily in soil that stays kind of damp and is fairly shady. Now they they don't grow everywhere in the shade. They don't like to be overwhelmed by water, but they're they're a lovely lovely flower for this particular um the really pretty 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 now i will tell you where they can also be grown more easily perhaps than on the actual roof of someone's house if you've got that sort of dry shade that gets wet often but it but is not does not stay consistently wet it just is a place you know with leaves and the kind of dampness that that incurs those places for instance, between two trees where you would have azaleas, but you know, pine, that sort of that sort of environment is a great place for a patch of roof iris. I think you'll be glad you did. Justin, talk to me about what's going on. You want to prune today? Yes, ma'am. I sure do. What's up? How are you today? I'm well, thank I you. Got, I'm a big fan. You don't put me to sleep, okay? <laughs> but uh, I got a customer and went. I usually don't work on trimming back or pruning crepe myrtles, but it's over their house, and they want me to prune them back. And 
are they going to bloom this year, late in the fall, or what am I going to be looking at so I can tell them kind of what they're going to expect and what they're going to look like? How much are you trying to cut off? Um, as little as I can, can get by with, I would think. Unless well, you think I need to cut them back off. They're no. pretty big to begin with. The so problem is, at this time of year, we don't want to prune hard. So if you can do a little bit of pruning, like, for instance, if you could remove an entire branch that's actually rubbing on their house, I would say go for it. But if you start cutting back hard now, all you're going to end up with is a whole lot of proliferation, a whole lot of little shoots sticking out of every stump. And it's not going to be attractive, and it's also not going to be helpful in terms of getting flowers. So if you can if if you can possibly persuade them to let you wait until January to do the heavy part, that would be better. But you can do some trimming now. If it's a 12-foot, 14-foot crepe myrtle and you need to take a foot off the top, that's fine. It'll come back and bloom again this summer, no problem. But if you're taking off more than that, if you're starting to get down into wood that is as big around as your wrist, for example, that's not that's going to set the tree back, and it's not going to be helpful for, for flowering. Awesome. You're the bomb. Thank you. That's what I need to know. <laughs> Thank you, Justin. Have a great day out there. Be careful. Tell them to prune those things in January, for goodness sakes. Let's see. What else is over here? I see somebody else is on the call line. Oh, it's Chuck in Madison. Hey, Chuck. What's up? Good morning, Garden Mom. I'm going to let you talk a lot today. Uh, <laughs> I love the preserves and my grandma's biscuits. Ah, yes. <laughs> Anyways, all right, this is the question. I have two. All right, I, I don't. I, I have, like, a kind of area that I put in weed block down and do raised beds and stuff, and I have a, on the back corner of that big area in my backyard, I've got a um, muscadine bush that, is going crazy, but I know I've got to, you know, kind of fix that. But over right to the side of that, three or four feet or so, could I put two raspberry bushes and a blackberry bush? And like, what the, does that, or is that too close to that? Or that's like, really close. You? That's really close to a muscadine yeah. because they're going to send out from their main point. When you get them up on a fence, you know, to run so you can harvest the grapes, they're going to run ten or fifteen feet in either direction on that fence. All right. So, the, where do I? And what do those? What are the raspberries going to like? Grow, do they need to grow up something? The, no, the raspberries are going to be a bush like the blackberries are. They're kind of a, they're an open fountain sort of thing. Like a blueberry bush? No, they're not as they're not as upright as as that. They're more of a of a they 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 go up and have more of a natural curve like a blackberry bush does. So you're going to need, for example, if you were growing thornless blackberries. Um, I would tell you to put them at least eight feet apart because you want good air circulation between the plants. Raspberries a little bit less, maybe six feet. All right. Well, they well these these have thorns. The blackberries definitely have thorns, and mm-hmm. then the raspberry bushes are the heritage variety. I just picked good. two of them. They were cheap. And I just wanted to see if I could keep them alive and get some raspberries. Well, the main the main thing about raspberries in um, this part of the world is that you got to have good air circulation around them because they can get fungus diseases that'll wipe them out if they're crowded. So don't let them get crowded. Sounds good. Y'all have a great day. Thank you, sir. Uh, I can't wait. I look forward to raspberry preserves. (laughs) That'll be fun. Did I just take him off? I'm sorry. I just got rid of Ken, didn't I? No. Is Ken there? Hey, Ken. Mr. Hackman, old bird man, are you with me? I am here. How hey, are you doing? Hey, what's going on? What's going on, sir? 
Well, I was already starting to get phone calls, and I thought I would call in and, and try to spread the word to all of your listeners, and maybe they can spread the word. It's that time of year where the birds are nesting, and I have already gotten quite a few phone calls to come help uh, an injured bird that's been found in somebody's yard. Mm. And I want to remind everybody that what's happening right now is that fledglings, um, a, a few have started more, going to be coming later, of course, many more. Um, fledglings are starting to leave nests. And if you find an injured bird on the ground, it's likely not injured unless there's a wing hanging back or something like that. It's likely a young bird that has left the nest before it can completely fly. And if it's on the ground, you know, unless there's a cat right there, mom and dad are taking care of it, they know how to take care of it, you may not see them, but they're there and they know where the baby is. Uh, a lot of folks say, I didn't, the parents were gone, they were, you know, but the reality is the parents are there, they know where it is, they're just staying hidden from you to keep you away from their baby. And the whole point of the word fledge is because it's, not quite flight. <laughs> you know, right, we're, right. We're, we're working up to it, is, but we're not quite there yet. <laughs> it's very right. important for the people to know. Is, people don't understand that when a baby bird leaves the nest, it's as big as mom and dad. It just may not have all the flight feathers capability. Right. It's kind of lead weight at times. Um, and I will tell you, however, that, that the... Uh, the 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 Iliagnus hedge that always has a bird nest in it at my place has two this year, and oh. we are um you know we have cats and the cats are old and not particularly good at hunting even when they were young, but I will tell you that I just love nothing better than a papa bird coming down and banging the cat on the head because he got too close to the shrub. I I find it fascinating to watch. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you, Ken. Listen, we got to step out of here because the news folks are coming in to, and, and take us into the next hour. Thank you for getting in touch. I love hearing from you, man. Appreciate you. Thank you, Ken Hackman, right. our own bird man. Don't mess with the baby fledgers. They've got to fledge. Okay? Okay. Now, look, we have seen the rain, but we got something else coming now. It's known as the sun. Due to the coronavirus, everyone has been asked to practice safe distancing from each other. The propane industry has been classified as essential workers, so we will continue to service our customers. In most cases, only essential work is being performed, such as gas deliveries. For the safety of our workers, we are asking you to check your propane gauges and call your propane supplier when your tank gauge reads 30%. Rules and regulations require the propane professional to leak test your system and put your propane appliances back into service. The only way this can be done is for our employees to enter your home. With the coronavirus, it is not safe to have outside people entering your home, and currently our employees do not feel comfortable entering homes. A time could come when we are not allowed to enter homes, so please check your tank and call your propane supplier when your tank gauge reaches 30%. From all the members of the Mississippi Propane Gas Association, stay safe and God bless. 
Driving a car you hate? Don't stay stuck. It's time to change your luck. I'm loaning a wee bit of the luck of the Irish to my friends at Ridgeland Mitsubishi to get you into the new vehicle you will love. That's right. At Ridgeland Mitsubishi, we're on a mission to help you change your luck. Still making payments on your current vehicle? You're in luck. Don't have enough for a big down payment? You're in luck. New or old, paid off or not, don't stay stuck. Let Ridgeland Mitsubishi get you into the vehicle you really want. Right now, pay just $189 per month on new 2021 Mitsubishi G4s. That's $189 per month. And pay only $299 per month on new 2021 Mitsubishi Outlander Sports. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty. Bad credit, no credit, it doesn't matter. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Come change your luck only at Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi G4 stock number 1799. Outlander stock number 1712. 1999 down 2.9% for 84 months. See dealer for details with approved credit. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. Online at Baroni'sTreePros.com. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. On the heels of Jackson County Sheriff Mike Ezel announcing a run for Congress, Mississippi Republican Party Chairman Frank Bordeaux explained on Super Talk Mississippi it could be a crowded field challenging incumbent Congressman Stephen Palazzo. I do believe you'll probably see another 12, 13 folks jump in there, names that I've heard about. That's definitely going to be one to watch. Bordeaux does not anticipate much activity in the first or third districts and says there will be Republican challengers in the second district. And public education funding will grow by over $100 million in the upcoming fiscal year. Representative Tom Miles says that included a lot more than teacher pay raises. One of the big things that we've been pushing over the last few years is to put more pre-K slots for four-year-olds in the schools. We were able to double the number of that. We increased the classroom supply fund. We always hear about our teachers having to pay out of their pocket for school supplies. We also had a loan repayment program for new teachers. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis. Hey there, it's Jake Mangum. I love baseball, Mississippi, and Farm Bureau insurance. Throughout my college career, both Mississippi and Farm Bureau supported me immensely. It's no surprise to me that Farm Bureau continues to serve the Mississippi area with the same love they both showed me throughout college. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfdins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Are you stuck inside but still looking for bargains on new and secondhand goods? Try HighBid.com, the online auction site for just about anything. HighBid.com offers a safe and easy way to find hundreds of thousands of items for sale every day. From rare coins to fine jewelry, tools to vintage toys, and classic cars to real estate. HighBid.com has it all. HighBid.com makes it easy to find what you're looking for, and the site is simple to use. HighBid.com, that's H-I-B-I-D.com, and start discovering great deals today. Other countries are rejoicing as America becomes more divided. That's what Douglas Carswell, president and CEO of the Mississippi Center for Public Policy, told Ben Shapiro recently on Super Talk Mississippi. But Carswell said there's still hope. The United States, I think, will recover, but it will only recover if it rediscovers its self-confidence and faces down this absurd and nonsensical and pre-modern creed that pits Americans against Americans. And one famous Mississippian is lending his voice to encourage people to get the COVID-19 vaccine. I'm Morgan Freeman. I'm not a doctor, but I trust science. I'm told that for some reason people trust me. So here I am to say, I trust science and I got the vaccine. If you trust me, 
you'll get the vaccine. The public service announcement is from the Creative Coalition, a nonprofit which includes writers, actors, producers, directors, and others from the entertainment industry. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis. In Sports Mississippi, I'm Dixon Williams. Lots of rain and storms last night, and the Ole Miss Arkansas game was rained out. Game one of a doubleheader will start at 12.30 airtime on the Ole Miss Baseball Network today. Game two will follow behind that one 30 to 45 minutes. Mississippi State did get to play Auburn at Auburn last night and came out with a 6-5 to five win over the Auburn Tigers. The Bulldogs are now 22-7, and 6-4 in the Southeastern Conference. They'll play game two of that series at 2 o'clock on the Plains today, 1.30 airtime on the MSU Baseball Network this afternoon. Southern Miss took on the UAB Blazers in Hattiesburg last night, or rather yesterday afternoon, I should say. As the Golden Eagles came out with a 7-2 win over UAB, they're now 18-9, 5-3 in Conference USA. They'll play a doubleheader today, game one beginning at 2 o'clock in Hattiesburg. This is Super Talk Sports Mississippi. AARP is working to protect Americans 50-plus by making sure you have the latest information about the COVID-19 vaccines and the distribution plans in Mississippi. Just visit aarp.org slash msvaccine to learn who's eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine in Mississippi, when, where, and how to get it, and what you might want to discuss with your doctor. That's aarp.org slash msvaccine. Paid for by AARP. Are you an employer looking to diversify your workforce? Hiring workers with disabilities is a win-win situation. This is Chris Howard, Executive Director of the Mississippi Department of Rehabilitation Services. Call our business relations specialist to learn how your company can benefit from no-cost on-the-job training and receive tax credits when hiring workers with disabilities. We're a source of recruitment for pre-screened and job-ready applicants and are committed to being a valuable partner for employers. Visit our website at mdrs.ms.gov to find a business relations specialist near you. The second round at Augusta saw Justin Rose finish just where he started the second round. After he finished the first round, 7-under with a 65 first round, he shot an even 72 second round. So he's a 7-under atop the leaderboard starting today's third round at the Masters. Jordan Spieth shot a 4-under second round 68 after a 1-under 71 round 1. He's at 5-under for the tournament now. Jordan Thomas made some big strides. He shot a 5-under 67 second round after shooting a 73 in the first round. He's at 4-under for the tournament. Cameron Champ, the former Sanderson's Farm champion, is at 4-under for the tournament after a second round 68. He shot a 72 even first round. Phil Mickelson is at three over for the tournament. He has shot an even second round after a 75 first round. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk Sports Mississippi. Welcome to Weekend Gardening with your host, the empress of everything green, Nellie Neal. Garden Mamas on the radio now to answer your questions and call you. Hello, baby. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome in. This is Weekend Gardening. My goodness. Hope your place is okay after last night. I'm getting some uh, great texts and comments about the weather And about the figs that we were talking about in the previous hour, I just have to allow that piece to be wrapped up. We've got uh, the classic controversy. 
One one writer on the text lines, uh, uh, grandmother had a wonderful fig tree, made great preserves. They'd lay on the roof of the barn and, and eat the figs until they got sick. Doesn't that sound like fun? That sounds like so much fun. On the other hand, another writer is letting us know that his father would mow the fig down because he didn't like it, and of course it would come back bigger. That, my friends, is is gardening right there. <laughs> You're either on the roof with the fig tree, it's so big that unless the children get up early and, and beat the birds to the figs. I have known people that kept their fig trees big enough that the birds could be in the top at dawn while they were in the bottom at dawn. Okay, that's a, that's the abundance of this particular tree. But It's also true that we all have different things that we remember from our childhood that we associate with gardening. It means so much to all of us to have those kind of tangible memories, putting our hands in the dirt, maybe picking the raspberries, doing whatever that piece of the puzzle is. Um, in, In my case, at this time of the year, I think about and wonder whatever happened to, I know they're out there, I just don't look at them. Um, the pictures of me almost every year in front of the blue hydrangeas at my grandmother's on Mother's Day. <laughs> I mean, she was, it was a ritual with her. If, sometimes the flowers were little bitty, sometimes they were gigantic, you know. <laughs> we grew all through the years and, and, and took pictures in her hedge. But whatever yours are, I hope that you bring them and give them and put them forward. Um, I'm very happy. You you know that I've talked with you previously about my work. We have, of course, the Patreon Garden Mama community, patreon.com slash Garden Mama. So many of you have come over to join me there, and I appreciate it tremendously because one of the things you have access to is the monthly Zoom, and it is intergenerational gardening. That's right. And I really think... This is the biggest thing I will ever do is to pass information that was somebody gave me, somebody taught me, I studied hard to learn, or frankly, sometimes I just accidentally learned because I was gardening and went to someone else's place as a horticulturist. It's like Julia Child said, I never go into another person's kitchen without learning something. Now, we recognize that that could be a good something or a bad something, but ordinarily, Julia was a very positive person, so she was picking up good tips. That's the same thing I'm doing when I'm going to another garden. That's why I'm so excited to be able to tell you even more about the tour coming up, the Gardens of Madison County. We've talked about it here for years, of course, because that's one of the best learning opportunities. Luckily, you don't have to bring a sketch pad. You don't have to do it on plane. You can actually bring your camera. You see a good idea, you take a picture of it, and you really can get to keep that one. But mostly, it's about the experience of other people's gardens and having the chance to just do a walkabout, take it out there and look at what's blooming here and what's growing there. And with all of that said, I'm happy to invite in to with, talk with us now one of the chair people of that event. Her name is Stacy Carter. Hello, Stacy. Thank you so much for being here. Hey, good morning. How are you today? Just wonderful. Thank you. I hope your house was safe and sound with all that crazy weather last night. Um, our text line takes us all over the countryside. We're getting a lot of reports here of people that are okay, but this fell down or that fell down. I know as a person who has been part of garden tours that these kind of weather events drive the people crazy that are going to open their gardens in a few weeks because <laughs> now yeah. there's more to do. Tell us about the event. Tell us about MRA and your role in the, this particular thing. I know you and your sister-in-law, I think, are the chairs. And, of course, you are uh, one of the, the other reason that I know you, of course, is because you are so deeply involved in the world of Humana, which is a big part of my world. The Mississippi sales director um, here for that. But talk to me about Madison County. Oh, talk to me about MRA. Tell me what, what people are going to see in those gardens. 
Oh, my gosh, we are so excited. So the good news is, you know, last year we had to cancel the event due to the pandemic. So we are just so excited and feeling great. Um, in three weeks, we'll have our 26th annual mm, Gardens wonderful. of Madison County. So we have six amazing gardens around Madison County. Um, and it's the weekend of Saturday, May the 1st and May the 2nd. And, you know, I think we're all ready to get outdoors and see some beautiful gardens. I love what you said. Just take some pictures. And, you know, if you see something that inspires you, take pictures of it and find a way to bring it back to your home. And um, I think that everyone will see some very different gardens and, and hardscapes and landscapes throughout. They'll always do such a great garden. job of choosing big gardens and intimate gardens and ones that are new and ones that are deeply developed. I mean, it's a great palette of, of choices for people to check out. Yes, and so we're real excited, too. A lot of the homes that we have on tour this year were ones that were going to participate um, last year. And they just said, absolutely, we'll do it again um, for 2021. So we're excited about that. But we've also added, <clears throat> and some of y'all may be familiar, um, a garden. It's called Gertrude's Garden. And she opens up on the weekends and sells flowers and stuff out of there. So we're yes. really, really excited that she is um, going to have her garden open up to you know, anyone that um, has a ticket and shows up that weekend. So really, really excited. And speaking of tickets, um, I have a list already begun here. But for the listeners of this program and the other folks on my social media, I'm happy to tell you that we have tickets to give away. All you have to do is send me your name and your email address, and you will you will get a packet from Humana with the tickets in it because y'all are so nice to do all that mailing. Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, and you did mention that at the beginning. So, um, I'm actually honored to chair this event two years in a row. So this is not something that normally happens, but my sister-in-law and I, because, you know, we weren't able to have the event last year. Yes, yes. We agreed to do this again. So very excited about that um, and all the great work that MRA does to put this on for the community. But then also I have another hat that I wear. Um, so I am, like you mentioned, I'm the... Uh, sales director for the state of Mississippi with Humana. And because Humana is a title sponsor, you know, we love being involved in our communities and finding ways to give back to our community. So we felt like, hey, what a great way. You know, I think everybody's ready to get outside. And, Absolutely. You know, tour some beautiful gardens. And so we're excited to give you some tickets that you can pass out to your listeners and you know, hopefully we'll get to see everybody out and about on the tour that weekend. They're going to be such great um, opportunities. I, I know a lot of people have enjoyed things like the market and other things. Are y'all going to be able to do all of that this year with the COVID restrictions? Or what are there any other big changes? Yeah. So, I, you know, I think what is nice about this event that we host is it is all outside. Yes. Um, and, and so that's one definite um, benefit this year and positive. So we are having the garden market and cafe. It's going to take place out at Lost Rabbit down at the marina, which is beautiful. If you've never been out to Lost Rabbit, it's just a beautiful community in the marina by the water. Uh, we're going to have food trucks there. Again, this is on Sunday, mm -hmm. May 2nd, mm -hmm. um, from 12 to 4. So we'll have food trucks. 
Um, we'll have some vendors, which is great because you can go out, you can have some lunch, you can do a little shopping. We're going to have live music just really to make the afternoon even more enjoyable. And then for those of you with children, they're going to, there will be a kids area just so, you know, they can be entertained too um, while you're enjoying the vendors that are out there that day. You're exactly right, Stacy. There are so many people now that are eager to be outside and frankly I think we're finding more and more ways to use outside everybody is you know one of the great things in landscape design has always been in my lifetime at least the indoor outdoor coordination between your spaces but we're really pushing hard on the outdoor spaces now because we all want to have the neighbors over we all want to have some friends in you know and even if everyone has been vaccinated we still would like to have great air circulation around us and make sure that we're not you know in any putting anybody in a position they don't want to be in so i think that really is the best note if you if you haven't been out yet folks the gardens of madison county tour i really think is the way is the place to start for big events um obviously i hope everybody's you know going to their nurseries and leaning over the fence and talking to their neighbors but when it comes to the opportunity to go and see i, I believe is it six gardens i mean there's so many this year the the cafe as well the the vendors, the events. This is just going to be a great way to kick yourself back into the outdoors. I've I've been laughing reading all of these things about, you know, how are we going to get back to being sociable with people and one thing and another. I thought, well, we folks in the South have literally been talking through our masks and across the room at each other, even if we we're not supposed to be in a, in a closer environment. We never stopped being social, but we haven't really been in a lot of big crowds, and this is going to be a lot of fun because, frankly, the way the tour is organized, y'all, you're not in a big crowd. You're drifting through with some other people. And because there's so much going on and in so many different places, you have the opportunity for, for literal control of your own self as well as your own space. That being said... You're going to meet some friends. You're going to run into somebody that you forgot you hadn't seen in a long time because everybody loves garden tours, and this particular one is just a blast. Talk to me just for a moment, Stacy, about the benefit to Madison Ridgeland Academy. I know that the tour benefits them, but it, in what ways can people feel? I want people to understand what their donation is going to. They're buying the ticket, but it's actually a donation. Yes, absolutely. And so this is our one and only fundraiser at MRA. And so the the money raised definitely goes back to the school and the investments on campus. And if any of y'all are in the Madison, Ridgeland area, and you've driven by MRA in the past couple of years, I, I know you can see that improvement. And um, just the school has done an amazing job and um, you know, new construction on site. We have a new middle school, new dining commons, um, the football field and the new stadium area um, for our guests is, is just amazing. So that's really kind of goes back to the um, school itself. I did want to make one other mention, Nellie, because um, I want people to know that when they come out, so yes, they get to see these beautiful gardens, which I'm always so inspired by the work that these homeowners do to get ready. But there are also presentations that take place at certain times. And so we have pre um, presenters from Jay Olive, The Gathering from Livingston, Madison Fireplace and Patio, um, Gina Diamond. And then we also have a master gardener, Liz um, Brooks Barber, that will be out there. So, you know, so there's presentations going on. And then everybody 
um, also has their backyard decorated beautifully with some tablescapes from um, Green Oak, Gina Diamonds, again, Bella Chez, and Wim Pottery um, will be out at Gertrude's Garden. So, you know, not only do you get the benefit of seeing a beautiful garden, but, you know, learning how to make something, learning how to do something, um, and just seeing those tablescapes as well is really fun. You know, I've always been a person that um, enjoys other people's tablescapes because I didn't have to make them. They're a lot (laughs) harder than they look. (laughs) They look so graceful and gentle and fun, and you think, there's so many hours in this. And that's why I really think that the harvesting of ideas and genuinely just appreciating it, I really see this garden tour as a big exercise in my favorite part of horticulture, which is horticulture therapy. It's the opportunity to go and see and feel and be motivated and be moved by the natural world and how and what people do with it in their own space. That, to me, is an inspiration every day, all the time. And I really appreciate you being here with us to talk about it today, Stacey. Let me remind everybody, this has been Stacy Carter. She, of course, is with Humana. She is one of the co-chairs of the Gardens of Madison County tour that's coming up beginning the it's the very last part is may 1st and 2nd are the two tour two big tour days yeah and i would like for y'all to remember too that they've been generous enough that we got the tickets so send send me an email send it to me up here i've got a couple of uh folks already into the text line i think with it but you can also get in touch with me if you're if you're driving don't text and drive send me an email when you get home mama on air at yahoo.com and i'll get you on stacy's list (laughs) stacy carter you're the Nelly, best. I was just going to say, oh, you are so sweet. Thank you so much for having me today. And y'all, um, pick up a copy of the Northside Sun because it has everything in there with oh, good. times and where the homes are. Yeah, so I wanted to mention that. Um, those are out on stands. And then also for people that do social media, you know, they can follow us on Facebook and Instagram. So, and just appreciate you and you know, everything that you do for our community, too. So. Thank you, Stacy. Have a wonderful tour. I'm hoping that you're going to see me there. Yay! <laughs> With, I have to meet you there. I th- I'll, we'll look forward to it. Thank you so, so much. Have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. And I tell you what, I think the sun's going to come out. We're going to all be, those those gardens are all going to be looking really good at the end of the month. Thank you, Stacy Carter. Appreciate it so much. One of the things that we always enjoy around here is uh, the notion that there's something to promote. There's people doing gardening. All of your, I mean, all of your metro garden, metro area master gardeners, all the master gardeners around the state are right this morning counting their plants, seeing what's there, getting ready for their sale. Get in touch with the folks in your county or in your general area, in the metro area. We have a couple counties go together. It's all coming up here in the next few weeks. Make sure that you get yourself out there. Get Get the opportunity to enjoy what other people are doing. I, I've one of my favorite um, comments has always been, "Well, I don't garden very much anymore, but I like to listen to other people talk about it." <laughs> and I think that's true. There are not a lot of things you can like, even though you're not doing it anymore. You wouldn't think of book editing as something that you'd like to watch other people do, but watching other people garden is pretty much fun. Um, let's see now. This is a question back under here. There's a name one down here somewhere. I wanted to hit that before we roll out. Um, do you recommend neem oil? Well, it depends on what you're using it for. And neem oil is, of course, a terrific naturally sourced 
product to use in the garden. It has insecticide and fungicide characteristics. Perhaps even most important, it has miticide ones, because it's very difficult to get rid of spider mites. But neem oil does have certain limitations. If you do not have more than one problem, for example, if you have an insect problem only, I would rather see you use pyrethrin first, because that's only an insecticide. I'm always going to go with the lowest intervention strategy that has the least impact on the environment for, to cure the problem that you got, or at least to give a shot at curing it, to treat it. We don't eradicate things and we don't cure much, but we do treat things and we do get them into a better shape so that we can grow them. And neem is a very big help in that. All right, all right. We're going to grab up all of this. uh, The text line here just really has absolutely been popping. I appreciated Stacy Carter being with us for to give you all a chance to get your questions in here, and I will be getting your in, your name. We've got several people wanting tickets. We've got you going. You're going to get them. And guess what else? My goodness, can it possibly tr- be true? It is already half past the hour coming right up. Spring goes fast, doesn't it? Thank you so much for being here today. This is weekend gardening. So long ago. Was a river hobo Lived and died By the river's bend Due to the coronavirus, everyone has been asked to practice safe distancing from each other. The propane industry has been classified as essential workers, so we will continue to service our customers. In most cases, only essential work is being performed, such as gas deliveries. For the safety of our workers, we are asking you to check your propane gauges and call your propane supplier when your tank gauge reads 30%. Rules and regulations require the propane professional to leak test your system and put your propane appliances back into service. The only way this can be done is for our employees to enter your home. With the coronavirus, it is not safe to have outside people entering your home, and currently our employees do not feel comfortable entering homes. A time could come when we are not allowed to enter homes, so please check your tank and call your propane supplier when your tank gauge reaches 30%. From all the members of the Mississippi Propane Gas Association, stay safe and God bless. Garden Mama here for Lakeland Yard and Garden. Now is the time to get yourself to Lakeland Yard and Garden for the largest selection of patio furniture, outdoor-indoor living areas, umbrellas, replacement cushions, and beautiful fountains and stepping stones. You'll even find Komodo Joe grills and collegiate gift items. The expert staff members at Lakeland Yard and Garden will be happy to guide you through their large nursery stock of bedding plants, perennials, tropicals, and more. While you're there, be sure to get your topsoil or mulch sold by the bag or in bulk. Lakeland Yard and Garden even offers local delivery. Lakeland Yard and Garden, growing your way and serving you for over 40 years. Stop by or call today, located at Lakeland Drive and Airport Road, 601-939-7304, online at lakelandyardandgarden.com. Listen to your garden mama now. It's Lakeland Yard and Garden Center for all your gardening needs and a whole lot more. Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. Once again, our Second Amendment rights are under attack by a group of Washington politicians. Right now, we have a large selection of ARs and other popular self-defense firearms in stock. 
We also have a good supply of ammunition at the best prices in the area. Finally, many of you have asked me if my wife Jane had a problem with me talking about her on our commercials. She must like them because the other day she complimented me. She said I had the perfect face for radio. I hope to see you soon at the range. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Are you turning 65? Humana can provide answers to your Medicare questions, including what are my Medicare plan options? Which Medicare plan is right for me? And how do I choose a Medicare plan? Listening, learning, and providing whole health support that meets you where you are. That's what we call human care. To learn more, call 601-605-5130 to speak to your local Humana sales agent. He'd let us in, knows where we've been, in his octopus's garden, in the shade. I'd ask my friends to come and see. I think some of my plants last night felt like I had thrown them under the sea. I did look, though. They're fine. They're not underwater this morning. They're all good. Um, the funniest part for my I have, my driveway is a mess anyway because the water for the entire neighborhood runs down my driveway. Um, and, and as a result, this morning when I went out, I, I, that's what I look at first. <laughs> and, yes, I was still able to get out, so I think it's fine. Oh, my goodness. Some really great texts coming in this morning. Andrea's got some moldy seedlings. She put some plastic on top of the peat cups to increase the humidity around them, and they've gotten a little on the damp side. Yes, I would. I would not only. I agree with you. I would take them off, take the pieces off, and then I would drench them with a fungicide and see if we can't pull them around. Um, the problem with fungus, of course, is that fungus diseases, fungus proliferations, fungus starts get going and they don't slow down. So if we can slow them down, usually we can go ahead and grow the plants anyway, but not always. That's why you need to get that get the physical fungus off, drench them with a fungicide and then see whether or not it all comes back again. Obviously you're going to you have time to do whatever it is again, but it would be nice to be able to keep those. Um, of course, 
Jimbo's got some pretty, this is a, a an orange trumpet vine, and it looks like white wisteria. I'm not sure about what the third one is, and he, he wants to know about rooting them. Um, you can root them from cuttings, but you'll you if you could leave them where they are and do layers, you would have better success. But yes, after they bloom and the new growth comes out, wait until it is not brand new green. You don't want it to be able to wrap the end of it around your finger, but you'd like it to get a little stiffer than that, and you can take some cuttings. Sometimes the green shoots will root in water. Sometimes they don't, but it's worth it's worth a try. It's worth a try. Um, let's see. Albert says that the old home site has uh, lots of bulbs and rhizomes and uh, cutting it, cleaning it up. I want to move them. Yeah, move them because the, if that's where the bridge is going, <laughs> hurry up. Now, here's the news. If you're not ready to plant them, get some uh, like some some deep um, some some plastic flats of some sort and dig them up with their dirt and let them stand in there for a while then you'll be able even if they root into the ground where you put them you'll be able to pull them out because you've got them in a tray okay but if you can't if you got to take things out like that where there's construction of coming there's no there's no time frame they're there or they're gone so go ahead and dig them up and just make sure that you've got them in some of their own soil and don't try to put them out in the blazing sun unless that's where they were growing. Okay. Sometimes we bring things um, from a site like that and are surprised when they don't make it. And the only reason they don't make it is because we change their environment too radically. Let's see now. Um, I don't know. Those are pretty hostas. I don't know who this is. Uh, but it's Paul. Hello, Paul. About bush tomatoes. Um, there's not anything different about planting bush tomatoes that there is about climbing tomatoes or, you know, indeterminate tomatoes or even hanging basket tomatoes. You need well-drained soil that is rich in organic matter. You need full sun, if possible, at least six or eight hours anyway, preferably from morning through afternoon as opposed to noon to dark. Okay, but the tomatoes will make it. It's just more work on you. Um, you got to have water and the willingness to use it when they need it and a fertilizer that you like to grow anything else with. Our bone meal is something that takes a long time to get into the soil. It's handy if you're building a new bed, it's great, but it won't be there for the, your plants that you're growing this year. So I would prefer to see you use a, a fertilizer. In fact, I just used up a bag of Espoma flower and vegetable fertilizer. I didn't even know the thing existed until I saw it, and I used it last year and really liked the results of it. So I finished using that, and I'll probably go buy another bag. But there are a lot of them. There are a lot of good fertilizers out there. What you're looking for is something that has nitrogen, phosphorus, potassium, and all of the trace elements, and is not an agricultural food. Forget about 888-2020-2020. In, in a bag, those kind of things. We're not looking at that. We're looking at something that's intended to be used in a garden as opposed to intended to be dropped out of a spreader. Okay? You can find that. You can find that. Um, let's see. And Gerard says, how easy is it is to root hydrangea cuttings? Hydrangeas can be difficult or hard. <laughs> They're not the easiest to root, and I'll tell you why. They have a very fleshy leaf which transpires a lot of water out of it. And they also have very fleshy canes. So when you, for example, if you pruned your hydrangea in the winter, um, 
or if you took off the old flowers and cut a little bit more of the stem and wanted to root that any time during the year, it's going to be a harder thing to root than something else. This is a good case for some rooting hormone. It's a real good case for doing this in a semi-hardwood state or doing it in the off-season. Um, those, those big leaves make it very, very difficult. I think that's everybody. Most of these were names of people that wanted uh, some tickets. So we're going to get you all some tickets. Okay? Okay. Oh, let's see. My goodness, that's beautiful. That's just lovely. Oh, wow, that is pretty. Goodness gracious, John, you're just seeing the world today and showing it to me. I appreciate that. Uh, by the way, can I do this, John? I hope so. Look for him at the Juke Joint Festival. <laughs> he may not want to, yeah, may not want me to tell you that, but I'm going to tell you that. I got something else for you that's a sci-fi story um, waiting to be played out. Now, I know it's because it sounds like Tribbles. And maybe they named the Tribbles because in in the Star Trek world, those of you who are not affiliated with the Star Trek world, if you like humor, watch The Trouble with Tribbles, even if you don't care anything about Star Trek. You may say, oh, it's a Western, it's this, it's that, it's the other thing. It's all those things. But there's also some very humorous episodes, and this is one of them. Um, tribbles are one of those things that multiply at random and prolifically. They are furry Basically, they look like the muffs that you would put your hands in to keep them warm when you were a child, except that these are alive. Now, clearly it's a fictional character because it's in Star Trek, all right? Captain Kirk doesn't look like that either, trust me. But the Tribbles are, I hope they were named for Trilobites because it would make so much sense. Trilobites were a real thing, all right? Trilobites were... 450 million year old sea creatures. We have seen their fossils forever. That's one of the things that people study immediately when they start to study fossils. They were a group of marine and marine animals. They kind of had a look to them like a horseshoe crab in that they've got that um, half moon head. You know, it's an odd, just unusual structure. And they were extremely successful in terms of evolution because they're not they they lived for 250 million years all right they don't live with us today except in science fiction humor however we're still learning from them and still learning about what life was like on our planet thanks to this extremely rare set of fossils scientists from UC Riverside are reporting in science advances they breathe through their legs yep that's right now, as far as I'm concerned, I'm glad we didn't continue that trend in terms of the evolution of creatures, because that's just pretty. But, but when you think about gills and lungs, it makes a whole lot of sense to understand that they, they had those structures on their legs. Their stru- those structures were not on, any, not on anybody else like that that we know of yet. But as soon as we say never or always in science we're we're off the farm we need to figure out that that's not that that answer is not there so the ct scanner was able to look at these because this particular set of fossils i told you they're rare they were preserved in pyrite they were preserved in fool's gold which is one of those things that doesn't go away it makes it's almost as good as amber at making an impression all right so that's how come we know this um it's just mar- marvelous, marvelous stuff. They're trying to figure out how these filaments worked, how this all this this semi gill thing worked, 
and that's the next piece of study for it, is to try and replicate it in the lab, in, I guess, in a, a, what we would just basically call a robot version, um, a three-dimensional one. But they were not um, – this was just really interesting. They, they swam, they dug, they breathed, all with their legs. Trilobites, today's creature for fascinating, <laughs> fascinating and impossible to understand things out here. Um, one other bit, one other little bit about uh, some some really crazy, crazy business. Frankly, because I'm such a nut for Baltic amber. John just sent a picture of amber that he found up there in in the in the world where he hunts for all of those things. Baltic amber is the most beautiful, in my opinion, because it is the color, the clarity, and the ability of that that gorgeous thing to hold whatever has been pressed in it in a gorgeous three-dimensional display is gore- is wonderful. I have a ring. I have earrings. I'm just I'm crazy for it. Over the years, I have collected it. For centuries, though. And I'd heard this. You know, you always hear people tell you to wear copper if you have arthritis, and some people say that's absolutely true. Some people say it's absolutely not. People have said for years, wear amber for your good health. And you say, well, okay, that's nice. But, you know, um, people in Baltic nations have used it for actual medicinal purposes. And even today, including my granddaughter, infants are given amber necklaces to chew on to relieve teething pain. Okay? This is not hokum. This is real stuff. But, what else? And and what do we what can we know about them that has anything to do with now beyond that? You know what? A lot. Every year in the United States at at least almost 3 million people, 2.8 million people get antibiotic resistant infections. More than 30,000 people die from this every year in our country. Now, we know already that we might be able to get to another form of suppression of this through amber, but we had not been able to do it before, and now the American Chemical Society, you know how much we love them, are letting you, you know, letting me know, and letting you know that we have got all of this going on. They're doing the research, and I think this is so fascinating. The, the difficulty, of course, is trying to take the amber apart without destroying it so that you can continue to research it, because there is, in fact, a limited amount of it. But they have identified dozens of compounds in the spectra. The most important finding, though, is that they, these are absolutely, these compounds are active against gram-positive bacteria, such as certain Staphylococcus. Okay, We're not there yet. We can't go out and, and, and do this. You can't make an alternative choice yet. But the good news is that the ancient times inform us. And when the ancient times inform us, we ought to go back and check it out with the technologies and the abilities that we have today to look at stuff. It just makes sense. And frankly, the better things we can say about Amber, the happier I'll be. So I'm, I'm a real nut for it. You know. Oh, my goodness. Let's see. Brett's in Ridgeland. Um, I don't know about the elderberry. but I mean, I know about elderberry, but I'm not sure what that refers to. Congratulations. Um, let's see. There's, it's, it's a difficult time to be digging up um, budding peonies. But if you're moving, if you're relocating your home, then that's the time you have to do it. <laughs> absolutely true. Um, let's see. 
Okay, I'm going to tell you about that in a minute. But I'm going to do this other one right now. Let's see. Bop, bop, bop. More tickets. Okay, good, good, good. We're going to give out some good tickets. Um, and also, quite frankly, I can't wait to hear about what you learned when you went because there's always good stories to be told. Um, I've had people tell me that they went to, to a garden tour, this particular garden tour, and ran into someone that they thought was dead in the street that they hadn't seen in so long. This year, I think there'll be even more of that. <laughs> The only thing they ever had in common was gardening. And so, well, why not? Let's have some more gardening. Good grief. Fun stuff. One of the things that is going on in my garden right now, there's some sort of of out-of-time pruning. I've got some things that really are not doing what they should be doing. And I'm going to be – Peggy Martin has got flowers on her, but she knocked down her trellis. So after the flowers finish, I'm going to have to do a little pruning on Peggy Martin the beautiful pink rose, and get a trellis that – I don't know how I'm going to do this because there's nowhere to put the other one. But anyway, we're going to figure it out. Uh, there's I have, I have great consults. And the good news is that it, she is as tough a rose as there is. So I'm not really worried that I won't be able to you know have the opportunity to keep her blooming. But it's sad to see her blooming on the ground when she could be blooming on the trellis. If she hadn't knocked down the trellis. Hmm. If only. So many if onlys in the spring in the garden. We can talk about yours and mine and other people's as well. Don't you worry about nothing, because we'll be right back. Fluence Palace, Toro Davian, Chevrolet. Master Davian, Chevrolet. 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 Is that my mama? It's like I'm a shaker. Everybody's got a thing, but some don't know how. Reaching out in vain Just taking the things not worth having But don't you worry about a thing Don't you worry about a thing, mama This is Chris Howard, Executive Director of the Mississippi Department of Rehabilitation Services. We supply businesses with well-qualified and skilled workers who are ready and willing to work. When you hire a job seeker with a disability, we offer no-cost job training customized for your company's needs. Our business specialists can provide training and information on tax incentives and workplace accommodations. For more information, visit us at mdrs.ms.gov. Partner with us and provide opportunities for Mississippians with disabilities. Hey, it's Lucky Buck, and I'm here to tell you about a new holiday. And unlike National Selfie Day, this one actually makes sense. It's First Tuesday. On the first Tuesday of every month, the Mississippi Lottery introduces new scratch-off games, and that is a reason to celebrate. So try your luck with fresh scratch-offs each month. And hey, take a selfie while you're playing. Oh, hold on. That one may be a keeper. Have fun, y'all. Must be 21 or over to play. Gambling problem? Call 888-777-9696. I'm Lauren McGraw with Gotta Go. I'm here to help you with your construction site. We have many different options such as portable toilets, handicap units, hand washers, eye washers, and also roll-off dumpsters. When you gotta go, please call Gotta Go, 601-879-3969. Garden Mama here for Lakeland Yard and Garden. Now is the time to get yourself to Lakeland Yard and Garden for the largest selection of patio furniture, outdoor-indoor living areas, umbrellas, replacement cushions, and beautiful fountains and stepping stones. You'll even find Komodo Joe grills and collegiate gift items. The expert staff members at Lakeland Yard and Garden will be happy to guide you through their large nursery stock of bedding plants, perennials, tropicals, and more. 
While you're there, be sure to get your topsoil or mulch sold by the bag or in bulk. Lakeland Yard and Garden even offers local delivery. Lakeland Yard and Garden, growing your way and serving you for over 40 years. Stop by or call today, located at Lakeland Drive and Airport Road, 601-939-7304, online at lakelandyardandgarden.com. Listen to your garden mama now. It's Lakeland Yard and Garden Center for all your gardening needs and a whole lot more. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap, Melt-in-Your-Mouth Pulled Pork Sandwich, and the best burger in the Metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech Mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Police officers know it only takes a few seconds of someone texting and driving for things to go terribly wrong. That's why officers are increasing enforcement of texting and driving laws. So put your phone down when driving, or be prepared for the consequences. You drive, you text, you pay. Paid for by NHTSA. Are you an employee or employer in search of flame-resistant clothing that'll protect your arms and legs but won't cost you an arm and a leg? Well, ESI Supply has you covered, literally, with full coveralls, button-down long sleeves, two-button cotton pullovers, and jeans to go with them. ESI Supply is your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. If we don't have it, we can get it at prices that won't burn the pocketbook. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. And online at ESISupply.net. ESI Supply, your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. Well, it's all right Riding around in the breeze Well, it's all right If you live the life you please Well, it's all right Doing the best you can Well, it's all right As long as you lend a hand You can sit around and Welcome into Weekend Gardening. I apologize for the shuffling of the paper. That is me. <laughs> yes, we all we all get our complaints. Sometimes mine is this one. What are you doing? I'm shuffling paper. <laughs> it happens. Let's see. Ed wants to, Ed's in Madison wants to know about pruning his azaleas. They're still in bloom and they need big time pruning. Can I cut them back 50 to 75 percent, 50 to 70 percent, because they've grown way too big for the allotted space? Oh, Ed. <laughs> okay, here's what you can do. The recommended thing for azaleas and every other flowering shrub that needs to be cut back within a month of bloom time, as this one does, is to prune it back by no more than one-third in a year. That means they're not going to grow back the whole third next year. So next year you come in after they bloom and prune them down another third, and then you've got them down to about half where they were, half of what they are now. But it'll take two seasons. That being said, I know perfectly well 
that you are going to go and cut those azaleas no matter what I tell you. So here, let me give you a couple of tips. I have had to cut azaleas down almost entirely before for various things. Movies, um, construction, people moving, and I've not lost any. So here's what you need to know. If you're going to cut it down by half, do that. But first, before you go, just don't just take the, the, the chainsaw and slice off the top. Look into each of those plants and take out the biggest cane that's there, the biggest branch, all the way down to the ground. Get rid of that gigantic one, because there's always one when they've gotten to be practically tree form with edges on them. There's always one or two even in one plant that are taller than the rest. So get those down. That's going to help in the first place. And then if you need to shear, you can shear, but I would certainly rather see you go in there and, and shape those rather than shearing them. Depending on how many there are, you may or may not want to know that I'm not going to have any sympathy for you because I once hand pruned more than 200 of them. <laughs> as a job okay it's not that I had, it's not that I had 200 azaleas but I agreed to do it before I realized what I was biting off and it was great it was they're beautiful I, I I'm confident that they're still beautiful because I know the people and they would have told me if they had died in the intervening years but the question is always um what next and then what's next after that is mulch and fertilizer all right make sure that you take care of them because you don't what you don't want is the plants to try to grow and not be able to. They're going to try to regrow, but we don't want to push them. We just want to fertilize them and give them what they need. And then after this, you'll be able to just shape them after each year's flowering. Okay? Okay. Um, let me see now. I love apple trees. These are good questions. Last year, the apple trees had brown spots, and do we spray anything on them now? Apples and peaches. Yes, actually, you should probably already be spraying, but get yourself a bottle of fruit tree spray or go into the msucares.com the Mississippi State Extension Service they've got information there you can just literally search up apple tree sprays prune peach sprays whatever it is what they're going to tell you is that we have some fruits that cannot be grown maybe one out of a hundred won't have this problem and if you have that one that doesn't have any problems Congratulations. I suggest you propagate the tree and sell one to me. Okay? But if you're if you're like everybody else, you're gonna need to spray those trees in order to get healthy fruit. In order for the trees to grow healthy enough, you have to keep the leaf diseases off. And then there are also fruit problems, fruit pests that, that once they're bearing, um, but it's all in that same little bottle. <laughs> it's all in the one bottle of fruit tree spray. Okay, okay. Um that might be Prince's Flower, but I'm not sure. Gail and Richard up in Oxford. I'm, I, I can't. I have to. I, I will literally have to pull my nose up to the screen because I can't see the leaf. <laughs> I just checked, and yeah, you type in msucares.com, it takes you to the website. Then there's a search bar right at the top. You type in apple tree spray, and boom, the very first thing you click on, boom, all the information yeah. you need. I mean, they really have a very good working site. They're they they publish. And frankly, if if we're not using it, we're missing a bit. Now, I will tell you this, they don't have a recommendation or a solution, and I don't really either, for a natural solution to these problems. There are natural um, solutions to each of these individual pest problems. Unfortunately, it would be real you'd have to really be doing an orchard because it would be expensive to get that get armed with all of that and because this fruit tree spray is so simple and it has been researched so deeply you're going to use it and it's not going to be in the fruit 
they they test these things. It's not going to show up in the fruit when you eat the fruit. So that's the good news. It's difficult. It's difficult to make those decisions and those choices. I want to let you know that um, the the Patreon group is indeed growing the the Garden Mama community on Patreon, and I will be um, zooming with, with everybody. My, my intergenerational Zoom this month is going to happen um, with my daughter and is going to be really interesting. We'll let you know it's coming up in about a week and a half, I think. She's got the dates. But the point is, I'm going to be with her for part of this. So you'll actually get to see us in the same place at the same time. But then we're going to go into the live part with a little bit of video. We're getting bigger and better. We're not just going to be screen sharing now. We're going to actually be putting video in. So very impressive for me. <laughs> very impressive, frankly, for all of us Zoomers, people, there are plenty of other platforms. I get that. Zoom happens to be the one that has been made available to me. Um, it's not a commercial for them by any means. And uh, I do think that we are changing a lot of how we do things. And frankly, I've been impressed with the folks that I have had Zoom consults with about their gardens because. When you know that you're going to be Zooming, there's much less idle chit-chat. Not that I don't love idle chit-chat. Trust me, I do. But you're trying to get your questions answered. So if you can just literally show me that plant you know, on your phone, it's easier for us to talk about it. So it's, it's really a wonderful thing. This afternoon at 1 o'clock, I will be at Buds and Blooms in Brookhaven. I have to tell you that... Uh, Pretty soon, coming up about 11, I, bet, I imagine Gary Bachman's on his way there now if he's not already there. He's talking about vegetable gardening, so if you, if you are um, inter- interested in that, and I sincerely hope that you are, um, you'll go and see Gary. He's always got smart stuff and, and is one of those people that I consider uh, a good friend as well as a, a garden guru person. All, all good news. I'm going to be talking about container gardening, why it's a good idea, how to do it, what can go wrong, how to fix that, and also, of course, showing off some of the spectacular ones at the uh, spectacular pots, potted plants that they have right there at Buds and Bloom. Such nice folks. Such a good time. I look forward to this. We're going to have a lot of fun down there this afternoon. Let's see. Rhett in Ridgeland says, um, oh, that's a mulberry cutting. Well, that's great. That's great. No, probably didn't want to waste that weather yesterday. <laughs> That's a good one. Now, for those of you who have planted something and it turned out to be an elderberry, or if you've planted something and you don't know what it is because something came up that doesn't look like what it was supposed to be, chances are really good that it's pokeberry or pokeweed. Those are popping up all over the place right now. Um, a weed, of course, is just a plant growing where the gardener doesn't want it. I have two pokeberries that I love in different places in my garden. And one of the best ones I ever had, though, was before I had trees in front of my house, I had a pokeberry outside my office window. And that thing, the birds would get on it, and they would fall off eating those berries. It was so much fun. Such a great day. Thank you so very, very much for deciding to make gardening and this particular weekend gardening program part of your life. Because guess what? I can't do it without you. I'm Garden Mama. My address is mamaonair at yahoo.com. If you want some tickets to Madison, to the gardens of Madison County, you just want to get in touch with me, that'll be great. I'll see you at Buds and Blooms at 1 o'clock this afternoon and back here next Saturday for more weekend gardening. Weekend Gardening with the Garden Mama is a production of TeleSouth Communication.
AARP is working to protect Americans 50 plus by making sure you have the latest information about the COVID-19 vaccines and the distribution plans in Mississippi. Just visit aarp.org slash MS vaccine to learn who's eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine in Mississippi, when, where, and how to get it, and what you might want to discuss with your doctor. That's aarp.org slash MS vaccine paid for by AARP. The challenging times of the past year have been tough on businesses. That's just one reason to let the Mississippi Department of Rehabilitation Services be a resource for you. Hi, I'm Chris Howard, Executive Director of MDRS. We help businesses find great employees and assist with things like salary, insurance, and training. Give our Office of Business Development a call today to explore this rewarding opportunity. 1-800-443-1000. That's 1-800-443-1000. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my head again. If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. Your home for a Super Talk Mississippi media production. 